0: Okay, good morning or good afternoon everyone. Today is Friday, April 9th, 2021 and contrary to contrary to yesterday where we didn't have too much to talk about, you can bet your ass we have a lot to talk about today, whether it's the Hunter Biden stuff, uh, Prince Philip, you name it. So let's jump right into it. it. pardon me if I go on a little bit of a rant, but I think it's about time that we cover this. So Prince Philip died. This is probably one of the few people on the planet where i could honestly care less seriously and that's just my personal opinion i'm sure many of you share the same thing now there's one side of it saying you know if we jump into like the the conspiratorial side or even not even conspiratorial possible side i would rather say um there's the possibility that you know prince philip's soul has been transferred right which Again, you know, he was seen with a black eye shortly before he went in for his quote-unquote heart operation, which was just a month or two ago, right? And then he passed away. Now, again, it's possible. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But I would certainly say that it's definitely uh, definitely doable, especially for the elite and these kind of people. With that being said, the British tabloids, from my understanding, because I've been trying to keep, uh, keep up to date with what's been going on there, some of them are trying—I don't know if it's just for clicks or views or whatever, but some are trying to say that, you know, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's leaving has, you know— w- caused his death because it caused so much emotional distraught (sighs) look people go through family uh uh, traumatizing events all the time why the hell does it make it any different if just because it's prince philip like here's the thing why didn't they like here's the okay i live in canada canada is still part of the commonwealth right so some of our tax dollars still do go to the uh to the what they call the royal purse and this is my opinion personally i think it's a bunch of nonsense and i believe If I'm not mistaken, Australia is also part of the Commonwealth, too. But my point is this. In Canada already, Justin Trudeau, the prime minister, a bunch of people in Canada are saying, oh, we should, you know, honor Prince Philip, this and that. What about his freaking son, Andrew? I'm not trying to look for little things, gotcha, gotcha. These are not little things to say, oh, gotcha. Everyone makes mistakes in life, yes. But this whole thing of, oh, he was a leader, he was a beautiful... So he was a leader to the public, but he couldn't raise his own son because his son became, you know, a spoiled, self-entitled person who thought he could get away with anything and then became a pedophile. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that he's, well, uh, kind of, um, because he raised his son, technically speaking, right? We all know that probably they had maids and servants that raised them, but what a load of baloney. These people get away with everything, and then they get honored after they died, after they died. Like, what the hell is this? So anyways, there were some things I saw this morning For example, people were saying Oh, you know, uh, Prince Philip died that's, uh, that's one down, six more to go or whatever Like, So I'm not, I'm not going to comment on that But there, there's just so much I could say About the whole Prince Philip royal family thing I mean, whether it's, you know, Prince Andrew And then Harry and Meghan, now Prince Philip Fi- It's, I don't know I, I honestly, I don't know, nor do I really care The guy died, alright There's going to be all kinds of stuff circulating The next thing is that the rapper DMX died Now, here's the thing we don't know for certain, as of at least from my understanding, whether or not it was from a drug overdose because he died from a heart attack, which may have been the result of a drug overdose. But some sources are saying now inside sources are saying it was actually not from drugs. He had been off them for a little while, but it, he actually got the, the covid vaccine, which may have caused this here's the thing if you do drugs for many many years on end for i'm, I'm talking like tons of years because the human body's pretty resilient i'm not a doctor but the body generally bounces back now if the heart if his heart was weakened from you know 20 30 40 years of of use of crack cocaine which he self-admitted he used it's very possible that you know when he took the vaccine there was some i'm not trying to sound like a doctor here but something that could have caused this but with that being said i don't want to start making speculations and this and that just be you know out of nothing right the next thing is, okay, we're going to cover the Hunter Biden thing, then we're going to go with what's going on around the world, too. So, the thing with Hunter Biden, I, I I honestly feel like I missed out on saying a lot of stuff that I wanted to say regarding Prince Philip, but I don't, honestly, I don't care to even try to remember, so... Uh, the, I mean, people die all the time, right? The, the the next thing is that, and I mean, it's a terrible way to look at it, but it's true. What makes Prince Philip different than, or what makes Philip rather different than, you know, the, the very, very true and unfortunate children dying of poverty and things like this all over the world, right? So those children don't get honored and their souls are more pure than Philip's, I could tell you that. Anyways, Hunter Biden. So we all know about the whole laptop thing. Some people said it was fake, this and that. There's a lot of angles to cover here. So first off, Hunter Biden, as confirmed by Daily Mail independent forensic experts, ha- have found that the laptop... That the laptop was in fact authentic and the laptop was real and hunter basically admitted in a cbs interview he said well i don't know if it's real it could be real it could not be that's basically saying yes right now long story short text messages came out of hunter and uh, his um oh, excuse me of hunter and his father joe and basically hunter biden he lied about um uh, he lied about uh, his identification with regards to getting a gun and stuff like that, which is a, a, a felony, right, in the United States. Although the argument is that many others do it, but the, here's the thing. When you're the son of the President of the United States, this doesn't really look good on you, right? Hunter Biden, oh, there's also proof and text messages that Hunter Biden went to Hollywood hotels and stuff to do uh, all kinds of drugs, crack, meth, Xanax, and all that with hookers. But here's the thing. He took Secret Service agents with him. You're not supposed to do that, right? So let's be consistent. I would I would say this about, for example, you know, Donald Trump Jr., if this was the case. But it has yet to be the case, right? I mean, they have their own issues that they're dealing with. But again, the the problem I have here specifically is not necessarily what, uh, what Hunter Biden was doing. The guy's, what, 51 years old, spoiled, entitled, his dad bailed him out of everything. We know that. We get that. The problem I have is this, more so with Twitter and Facebook. So before the election, all right? The whole thing about Hunter Biden's laptop was circulating on social media. Twitter and Facebook started removing the story because they said, well, it's disinformation. Here's the problem Twitter and Facebook themselves, more so Twitter, did not know that it was disinformation. They just went around saying it right now. What ended up happening after was that it was proven that the laptop was legitimate. And then when asked, in, in uh, when questioned by um, Senator Ted Cruz to Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, in a Senate hearing on big tech censorship, they said, okay, the laptop was real. So and therefore, the story story from the New York Post was legitimate. Why did you remove it before the election? And Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, then said, OK, it turns out we were wrong. It was not misinformation. It was real. But we removed it because the information on, from this article in the New York Post was obtained Ill- illegally. Right. And then Ted Cruz said of made a very good point to Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter. He said, hold on. Donald Trump's taxes from the New York Times report w- were also obtained illegally. Why didn't you censor that? And Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, did not have an answer for that. Now, I'm not trying to play whataboutism. Uh, uh, whataboutism, excuse me. I'm not trying to play gotcha. I'm saying we if we're going to be um, you know, outraged by a certain scenario or a certain thing, we have to be consistent. So, if if Joe Biden's son, Hunter, has all this stuff coming out, text messages, you know, uh, grabbing guns, buying drugs, drug trafficking, prostitution, all evidence of this on the laptop. Secret Service agents defending Hunter when they're not supposed to because it's not technically, you know, allowed. We have to be consistent. So if that's the case there, if something comes out about Don Jr. or, you know, more about Matt Gates, we're going to cover it. We got to be consistent. This applies on both sides, guys. Now, the point I, I'm meaning, I'm trying to say is this with Twitter and Facebook. How can you go around saying, oh, it's disinformation before the election? Turns out it's not, but then they say, "Well, we still cover. We still blocked it out from bring, being spread online or having a, a conversation about it because it was obtained illegally. That's not the point. The point is, who said that Twitter and Facebook can be the moral arbiters of of the world? Now, here's the thing, because they have so many people on their platform, that's the problem, right? The question then becomes, where do you draw the line? between? Technically speaking though, and I, let's just assume, which it wasn't, we now know it was not, but let's just assume the Hunter Biden laptop was disinformation. In theory, disinformation is still free speech. Now, I'm not advocating for disinformation, obviously, but I'm genuinely asking this question because I will admit, I myself don't have the answer. Where do we draw the line? When does Twitter and Facebook say, okay, we're not going to step in to censor this because we, are so- we ourselves don't know? Twitter and Facebook were influenced by the politicians in Washington, D.C. to cover up the Hunter Biden story before the election. Right, and I'm not trying to say this to harp on like, oh, Trump should have won. It's not even about that. Biden could have been running against freaking, I don't know, let's just Ronald Reagan. You know what I mean? I don't care. That that's not the point. The point is, is that with Twitter and Facebook, if they themselves don't know when something is misinformation or real, why should they start censoring stuff? Maybe if they want. And even then, maybe I'm giving them too much leeway here. But let, for the sake of hypotheticals, let's just see. Let's just bring this up. Maybe if they want, they could put a little a notification under the, the tweet or the article on Facebook and Twitter saying, you know... You know, independent fact checkers cannot confirm this or whatever. And even then, independent fact checkers have been known to lie too. So, this is the big problem here. It's not so much what has come out, even though some of it is, with regards to Hunter and his dad and all that, in terms of, you know, faking ID and all that kind of stuff. And that his dad made all this stuff go away, blowing hundreds of thousands on, on drugs, couldn't take care of his own kids. Biden had to bail him out. This is, people make mistakes. I get that. But a 51 year old who's been privileged his whole life, clearly there's something going on there, right? So, The point is this, though, at what where do we draw the line on this? Okay, and here's the thing as well. Technically speaking, Hunter Biden committed a a ton of felony charges. Technically speaking, how does this look on the optics of the the presidential family? Now, in reality, nothing's going to happen to him. We know that we're not even going to talk about the possible ramifications. Right. Again, mainstream media is not even covering it. But the point I'm trying to make here is that like at what point do we say like, okay, what is free speech? What isn't? Do you know what I'm saying? And technically speaking, free speech by definition is free speech unless it's hate speech and this and that. But, anyways, sorry for the rant. I just hope you guys see what I'm saying here. This is this is getting too ridiculous with the censorship and stuff. Because look, it now turns out the Hunter Biden stuff was legitimate, right? So again, now could there have been some disinformation mixed in with there, uh, with that? Absolutely. But that doesn't mean you scrap the whole thing. You know. So, anyways. Uh, an expert, and there's tons more stuff, by the way, on the Prince Philip and Hunter Biden thing. Just check out the Daily Mail article. You see the pictures, the text messages between Joe Biden and, and Hunter. You could see, look, I'm gonna be real. Joe Biden was was. Bailing his son out, and it's true, like, I mean, you gotta bail out your 51-year-old son, clearly there's an issue, you know what I mean, anyways, this is what happens with most of these privileged people growing up in, in, you know, political families with money and can get away with a lot of stuff, so, the next thing is that New Zealand has banned entry of all travelers coming from India due to the alleged substantial increase in cases, um... Look, like I said, like I generally believe, and like we generally believe too, from a non-biased perspective, they're their own country. If they want to do uh, do what they want and it doesn't necessarily affect others, then sure. I mean, we could we could say that, you know, there may be many Indian people that have businesses in New Zealand. But again, it's New Zealand's choice. It's their, it's their country, right? The next thing is that ex-pro NFL player Philip Adams killed five people then himself. Yeah, that I don't I want to look into that more because I'm not sure if he had mental health issues or what have you. But it's it's very sad to see. Oh, and also, by the way, very quickly, uh, this may mean some something to some of you may not. But Prince Philip died at 9 9 a.m. on the 9th of April, the 99th day of his birthday at the age of 99, whatever. So uh, sorry, 99th day of the year. Uh, the next thing is that um, a volcano in the island of St. Vincent in the southern uh, Caribbean erupted, spewing clouds of ash, and an evacuation is underway. Apparently, 16,000 people are being evacuated. Well, look... It When these things happen, I'm not going to lie, I'd like to get a perspective on if there's going to be a UFO there. Every time there's a natural disaster, there's a UFO there. Some have even argued that these are direct energy weapons being used from outer space, like, you know, the rods from God that actually make certain volcanoes erupt in order to stabilize the, uh, I guess we could say, the environment of the Earth. Maybe the environment's the a poor choice of words, but you know what I mean. The the government keeps their, secretly, at a very classified level, in correspondence with a lot of aliens, they kind of keep their eyes on this stuff in terms of maintaining the environment. But anyways, the next thing is that a Greek journalist was shot dead outside of his Athens home. Gr- Greece is a beautiful country. The people are very, very nice people. The, the government, again, they've had problems for years, you know, get it with finan- financial uh, bailouts and things like that. Could this be a cover-up? Could the journalist have pissed somebody off locally? Could this have been a, a cover-up? The journalist was onto something that would have made Greece only look worse, which then would have, you know, made other major world countries reluctant to excuse me, uh, invest in in, in Greece or, you know, bail them out and things like this, possibly. I mean, these things do happen very sadly. So, again, it's it's, it's a very strange, strange uh, and dirty world out there. The next thing is that Egyptologists uncovered a lost golden city buried under the sands in Egypt. That's cool. I'm curious to see <laughs> how much they're going to hide and how much they're going to make public. Uh, the next thing, this is pretty big, is that HSBC and Wells Fargo um, and many other banks have now closed their accounts within Lebanon Central Bank. I don't know specifics on this. I will admit I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see what comes of this because the Lebanon Central Bank is, is interesting. I don't know specifics. I'm sure some of you listening or watching know more than, than I do in this regard, but... They're doing it for a reason. They've either been, you know, told at a at a secretive level. Let's be real here, because you know there's a an economic shift occurring, and there may be some strategic uh, alignments that have to be that have to be uh, taken place within the intelligence community financially for certain things to be set up with a, an intelligence operation. And ultimately, the reasoning pub, it, its all—it's most of it's a puppet show. The vast majority of it's a puppet show. Every so often, the real thing kind of leaks through. But what I'm seeing here, and I think what everyone else is seeing, is that this is what formulates and intelligence um, apparatus all these countries always have to be aware of the fact that within you know when big banks make moves and stuff like that they're very carefully calculated this is not a this is not a mistake now mistakes happen but you know hsbc and wells fargo don't pull out of the lebanon central bank just you know randomly because of a mistake you know what i mean and even their public reasoning may not in fact be uh their public reasoning may not in fact even be the the real truth or a, a fraction of it or you name it right uh, the next thing is that uh, Biden is being pressed to label foreign hate groups as terrorists. I, I don't know what foreign hate groups they're referring to here, so they'd have to be uh, more specific. Biden's also trying to add some gun restrictions. If I'm not mistaken, there was a, a shooting in Texas yesterday. Um, four people, I think, died, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that. Uh, four people died in a, in a park, I think, just a public park. Um, from from what I can recall, but I, I could be wrong on that, so I don't want to be spreading BS, but I, I it, this goes back to the thing with guns, you know, I don't know if I want to get into that at this moment, but it's, it's interesting, like, he's calling for tighter gun laws, so people cannot, you know, uh, f- fake, uh, fake their identification to get a gun, or things like this, meanwhile, I mean, his own son did it, so technically speaking, like, the argument is that Joe Biden is trying to tighten gun laws and then it would make people like his own son have a harder time to get guns, but I mean, in, in the optics of the presidential family, if you really want to be accountable and be consistent, shouldn't you then, technically speaking, you know, have your son be reprimanded of some kind or just be treated like everybody else, you know, the appropriate charges? you know what I mean, as what anyone else would do when it comes to tax evasion and this and that and yada yada, all this, all the BS that he got himself into, right? So anyways, and the the final thing is that Bernie Sanders, and this is interesting. So Bernie Sanders, who is generally, I mean, the the, here's what's interesting about him. He says a lot of things that he doesn't end up following through on, but he resonates with the people because and, and and Bernie Sanders and Trump actually shared a lot of voters. And I'm not trying to shit on Bernie Sanders, but he played pure typical politician this time around. And what I mean by that is this: he was on MSNBC, where normally they throw softball questions to progressives and leftists because it's MSNBC, right? It's the the left version of what people say is you know the the right wingers and all that. So Bernie Sanders dodged MSNBC questions on why he do- did not withhold his vote on the COVID bill, like Joe Manchin has been doing in this case uh but except this time do it for minimum wage and uh, and bernie dodged the question so let me explain this as as cons- uh concisely as i can Ber- joe manchin was withholding his vote on some relief packages because he's because he said he didn't want if i'm not mistaken 15 dollar minimum wage or something like this long story short when a senator with a pretty powerful position does not vote and approve something what in this case one vote can truly hold back the um a bill passing through and joe manchin is a democrat but he's considered a centrist one he tends to lean conservative on a lot of things and i'm not even trying to criticize that whatsoever because it depends who you ask right but the point is this on msnbc bernie sanders was asked okay why don't you withhold your vote because you've believed so strongly in getting $15 minimum wage for the people of America? And guys, the, the the point here is not to discuss $15 minimum wage. Let's put that aside for a second. But he was asked, Bernie was asked by an anchor on MSNBC, a new one, a fairly new one, why can't why don't you do a Mansion does and say, listen, I'm not gonna vote yes on passing this bill through unless we have $15 minimum wage for the American people. And Bernie Sanders dodged the question. He said, well, I'm not the president. You should, ask the, you should ask Joe Biden, the president. That's And then he went on to say, listen, he dodged the question by saying, this is the most progressive relief bill ever done. And this is the same thing I think I said it last week to when Elon Omar said the same talking point when they get pressed on why didn't they push more and more for you know uh, Medicare for All or $15 minimum wage and I'm not saying I agree with those things I'm just saying when they got asked they said well it's the most progressive bill that's ever been relief bill that's ever been done yeah because there's been no other pro- relief bill ever the last time there was a virus was a hundred years ago y- you see what I'm saying here so it's easy to say this is the most progressive relief bill ever because there's never been another one <laughs> you know what I mean? So anyways, guys, sorry for a bit of the ranting today. I mean, it's Friday. I'm in a good mood. I hope you all are too. So we'll uh, we'll catch you all later on. Um, not sure if I'll be putting out an episode today or be doing some live streaming. We'll see what happens. But anyways, thank you so much for watching or listening, and we'll catch you later. Cheers.